Actually, contrails can be bad. That story and more on H2O Radio's weekly news report. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin, and it's This Week in Water. Weather-related disasters were in the news last week, from flooding in Norway, China, and Croatia following heavy rains, to extreme heat in Spain and fires in Portugal. In Hawaii, the deadliest wildfire in the U.S. in a century has claimed at least 93 lives on Maui as of Sunday. Losses could be as high as 8 to $10 billion. While it's not certain what started the fire, nearly one-fifth of Maui was in drought conditions. Hundreds of miles to the southwest, Hurricane Dora produced winds that fanned the flames. Dry vegetation, about a quarter of which is from non-native grasses, was easily ignited. Last winter, there was more rainfall than average, which could have led to the growth of grasses and other vegetation that became highly flammable as they lost moisture. After the wildfires are gone, communities in Maui, just like those in Boulder County, Colorado, and Paradise, California, will face environmental hazards. Andrew Welton of Purdue University wrote in the conversation that burned structures can contain plastics, paint, and treated wood that release toxic gases and particles, many of which fall to the ground. When stirred up, hazardous chemicals like benzene, lead, and asbestos can contaminate air and also water, which remains polluted even if boiled. Meanwhile, in the Red Sea, a major disaster was avoided, which could have damaged one of Earth's largest marine ecosystems. A decaying supertanker floating off the coast of Yemen had become a ticking time bomb for fears that it could have ruptured or exploded. However, the oil in the ship called the Safar was successfully drained last week. The ship was abandoned about eight years ago, loaded with one million barrels of oil, four times more than the Exxon Valdez carried when it spilled off the coast of Alaska in 1989. The UN led an effort to raise money to access and drain the ship, after which the oil was siphoned to another vessel beginning at the end of last month. If the oil had spilled, it would have closed ports in Yemen, worsening conditions for 17 million people suffering from the civil war, and it would have affected 200,000 jobs and fish stocks for up to 25 years. A spill would have also threatened corals and mangroves. The Red Sea's ecosystem includes one of the longest continuously living reefs in the world, which are remarkable for their ability to tolerate heat. As our planet changes, so also changes the vocabulary needed to describe it. Our lexicon includes words we might not have often uttered 10 years ago, phrases like greenhouse gases, carbon footprint, or anthropogenic. Now, try to imagine employing those words if you are a deaf student, teacher, or scientist using sign language. It could get quite cumbersome spelling out each character if a sign doesn't exist. Luckily, help has arrived for those who use British Sign Language, or BSL. Recently, it was updated with over 200 environmental science terms, which now have their own official signs. So instead of finger spelling A-C-I-D-I-F-I-C-A-T-I-O-N for acidification, a person would hold up their left index finger while the right-hand palm vertically moves behind it to the side. The glossary of new terms, which are arranged around ecosystems, biodiversity, the physical environment, and pollution, was created by the Scottish Sensory Centre together with the Royal Society and will make it possible for deaf people to fully engage and contribute to discussions about life on Earth. 
To see videos on how to sign, for example, Tipping Point, grab the link on our website at h2oradio.org. And finally, contrails, short for condensation trails, are the wispy white lines you see left behind planes as they travel across the sky. Contrails are not chemtrails. Governments spraying us with substances for mind control, as conspiracy theorists would have you believe. However, those folks are right that contrails can be bad. They can trap heat in the atmosphere and add to the climate crisis. Contrails form when water vapor in the air mixes with exhaust particles emitted from aircraft engines. Although the manufactured clouds can reflect sunlight back into space during the day, they also trap large amounts of heat that would otherwise leave Earth's atmosphere. Not every flight causes contrails. They occur only when planes fly through layers of humidity, so how to avoid those areas was a challenge taken up by a group of researchers at Google who teamed up with Bill Gates' climate investment fund Breakthrough Energy to combine satellite imagery with weather and flight path data and then used AI to develop contrail forecast maps. Next, they partnered with American Airlines, whose pilots flew 70 test flights over six months, using the maps to make small adjustments to routes, not dissimilar to how they might change course or altitude to avoid turbulence, and found that contrail formation was reduced by 54%. Although the adjusted routes burned 2% more fuel, the team calculated that because only a fraction of flights would need to be changed, using the maps could help reduce aviation's climate impact as sustainable fuels and other technology take flight. That's it for This Week in Water. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.